Hello everyone, my name is Asha Shirbakova and I'm a co-developer of the Baseworks method and I will be your host for this transmission reflection today. The Baseworks method is a movement conditioning approach that also has a profound effect on perception and quality of life. Baseworks transmission conversations look at both concrete and abstract realizations that come up as the result of committing to any kind of practice or pursuit to achieve life goals, and the aim is to come up with a common vocabulary to better describe these experiences. Transmission Reflections is a format that allows us to reflect on what was discussed during the transmission conversations, digest it, and perhaps even generate a new perspective on what unfolded during the talk. This is a companion reflections transmission for the conversation that Patrick Oensia had with Yuval Ayalon. It would make the most sense to first watch or listen to that episode, and you can find the link to that episode in the show notes. And I'd like to frame this transmission reflection as Yuval's journey from competitive gymnastics to a more contemplative handstand practice, which he initially did not expect would unfold as his present career. In gymnastics, when a gymnast works on fundamentals, doing drills over and over, they're trying to drive their skills so deep into the subcortical structures that it becomes automatic. When a certain task can be performed on autopilot, we can say that this task performance has become a skill, or that the performance became skilled. A few years ago, when I was reading a great book called Brain Computation as Hierarchical Abstraction by Professor Dana Ballard, there was this one part that really stuck with me. In that part, Professor Ballard is talking about how once a physical skill becomes well-learned or over-learned, the detailed description of how to perform this skill stops being available to the person. So that is, uh, they can do it, but they can say very little about the details of their experience. And he quotes an essay by David Foster Wallace called How Tracy Austin Broke My Heart. Tracy Austin is a tennis player, and Wallace, who is a writer, had been incredibly disappointed by her memoir. For example, her account of how she had won at the US Open in 1979 sounded like I broke her, then she broke me, and then I broke her again, so we were at 4-4. And I can see how a writer may find the expressive power here quite poor, but Wallace makes much broader conclusions. The final conclusion that Wallace makes in this essay is that if we were wondering what's going on in the mind of an athlete when they're showing top performance, is that there is nothing at all. And then he writes, and I quote, we spectators who are not divinely gifted as athletes are the only ones able to truly see, articulate and animate the experience of the gift we are denied. And those who receive and act out the act of athletic genius must perforce be blind and dumb about it. And not because blindness and dumbness are the price of the gift, but because they are its essence. And although I understand what Professor Ballard was trying to illustrate by quoting this essay in the context of his book, I feel like from the moment I first read the quote and then the whole essay, I have been in a never-ending internal dialogue with the point of view expressed by Wallace. And I'd like to use examples from Yuval's transmission conversation to address certain points brought up by Wallace. First of all, Wallace talks about top-level athletic performance as a divine gift. 
And as much as I can agree that it's pretty amazing that someone can repeatedly hit a faraway target with a ball, uh, it's not a divine gift, but a skill acquired through practice and hard work. By definition, a skill is an ability to perform a certain task reliably under a variety of conditions. In this transmission conversation, you both talk about how after the competition season is over, there is this time when you learn new tricks and the first time you can do something new is a very memorable experience. But then you start practicing in order to repeat it and eventually be able to do it under pressure and be judged on it. And a lot of this transmission was actually about dealing with stress. So in some ways, if top athletes are gifted, they're gifted with resilience and the ability to withstand stress or perhaps to appreciate the challenges and enjoyable process. Only a small part of the athletic skill is based on genetics and the majority of it is really dedication to consistent practice. Secondly, uh, the main point of Wallace's essay that was also the reason why Professor Ballard decided to quote him in his book about brain computation is that when a skill is learned, we may lose the ability to describe it. This is actually a very important question, which is of paramount importance in BaseWorks, and therefore I really want to focus on it. First of all, let's clarify that a skill is not necessarily something fancy like a handstand or being able to hit a flying drone with a tennis ball. Being able to use a spoon without making a mess of your face and clothes is a skill that takes months to acquire. Touch typing is a skill that requires quite a bit of training and many people never acquire it. Once the skill has been acquired, we tend to stop paying attention. And this allows us to build more complex skills on the foundation of pre-existing well-learned skills. This creates a pyramid of skills that goes back in time and it becomes increasingly difficult to be aware of the skill building blocks at the very basis or foundation of the skill pyramid. And I'm saying pyramid because it's easier to connect it with the idea of foundation, but it's also helpful to imagine this pyramid as an inverted tree. The idea of hierarchical abstraction in the title of Professor Ballard's book is partially referring to this inverted skill tree. In his essay, Wallace feels disappointed by a tennis player's inability to describe in detail her experience of winning a tennis match. However, I'm anticipating that in his own memoir, Wallace would not be talking about the experience of typing a letter T or typing a letter A or explaining how exactly his fingers find the right keys when he's typing. The experience of winning is a very strong emotion which acts as a motivation that pushes people to compete. And in fact, competition is also a very strong driver in increasing average athletic performance. For example, when Yuval compares his current handstand teaching career with competitive gymnastics and circus performance, he says that nothing beats the adrenaline involved in going on the apparatus in a competition or going on stage for the first time in a new act, and he finds both experiences very similar. He also says that at that age, he enjoyed dealing with stress and it made him feel proud, which also shows that he has a very competitive mindset. So yes, Tracy Austin must have considered the emotion associated with winning as the most important part of her winning experience. 
And yes, Yuval clearly enjoyed the thrill of competition and the adrenaline of challenging himself. But neither of these examples sufficiently prove that it is ultimately impossible to be aware of the details of the experience associated with a well-learned skill performance. In fact, in this transmission, we heard Yuval describe how gymnastics had started for him as something that was purely fun. He mentions that he has always liked the sensation of flying and that he enjoyed the experience of being in control when he could land on two feet after doing a few twists. And he also shares an anecdote about his mother who saw him performing a routine over and over again and wondered if it was fun at all. And he told her, it's the best. These examples pertain to the quality of physical experience that he truly enjoyed. Later, Yuval talks about how he discovered handstand as a discipline in his 30s after he had already retired from competitive gymnastics. Although handstand is an absolutely fundamental skill for him, like walking for most people, Yuval explains that he sees handstand as a practice that will allow an unlimited amount of exploration. This is not an adrenaline-driven experience. We could perhaps describe it as contemplative. In fact, in the part of the transmission that was not released due to some technical issues that Patrick mentions in the very end, Yuval was talking about how handstand practice allows him to stop thinking and turn off the mind. And by the way, Patrick and Yuval will pick up on that second part at some point in the future. Inclination towards contemplation increases with age. And competitive sports require strong young bodies. So with many of the top athletes being below 30 years old, it's quite natural that at that age, people are less likely to give deep accounts based on the contemplative analysis of their skill. So is there a tendency to lose awareness of the details of skill-associated experience? Yes, this makes our brains more efficient. Is it possible to not lose the awareness? We believe that the answer is yes. It is possible to observe and describe one's sensory motor experience if one desires to. There is actually a benefit to doing it. For example, Yuval is talking about the danger of repeating some incorrect movement too many times because one may become skilled at something which is either not allowing them to progress or which may hurt them. We can call it a maladaptive skill, but it's still a skill. So if you've gone through your entire life and very early on you developed a skill, which is now at the very foundation of your skill pyramid, it may be super difficult to access it in order to somehow change it. Difficult, but not impossible. For example, it's possible to correct even a very heavy accent if one trains enough. The reason why so many people continue speaking with very heavy accents is because they have built the second language pyramid on the foundation of the first language pyramid. Yet other people mostly understand them, so there is no need to rebuild the foundation. When we apply this to movement, what often happens is that when people begin to practice some kind of movement modality as adults, they may be building the new skill on the pre-existing foundation, which is not necessarily suitable to support an unlimited development. So they may easily get stuck. Remember how Yuval said that his handstand practice will allow him unlimited exploration. That is possible because he's continuing to build gymnastic skills on a foundation which is perfectly fit for gymnastics. 
And by the way, he describes his gymnastics training process as predominantly linear and structured, which is what you need to build a foundation. On the other hand, if he wanted to become a doctor, for example, or an accountant, he would have to build an entirely new foundation. So when we sometimes say that Baseworks is a foundational practice, what we mean is that our method is specifically designed to access the basic skill building blocks which lie close to its base. Or when some people hear about our method, they often say, oh, well, essentially you teach body awareness. Yes, especially in this context, when we discuss how overlearned skills escape awareness, what we teach is making you more aware of the experience of producing a movement so that it becomes easier to modify deeply internalized movement programs. So to finish off here, I'd like to encourage you all to stay tuned for the next part of Yuval and Patrick's conversation. And if anything that you heard today resonated with you, consider liking or sharing it or subscribing to our channel and maybe even leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Your contribution helps us to reach more people with the content that we're sharing. If you have any ideas or comments that you would like to share with us about today's episode, send them to ideas at baseworks.com. To find out more about Yuval and all of his upcoming workshops globally, you can check out his website at yuvalonhands.com. And we also really recommend following him on Instagram because he shares a lot of his practice along with some really useful practice techniques that anyone can benefit from. And you can find him on Instagram at yuval underscore on underscore hands. To benefit from exclusive content delivered right into your inbox, consider signing up for our newsletter from the footer on any page on our website. To know more about Baseworks specifically and everything we're doing, visit our website at baseworks.com. Transmission is copyright 2022 to Baseworks Shaspo LLC, and you can copy it or share it with others, but for any other uses or derivatives, please send us an email to transmission at baseworks.com.